Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Third Canto, Chapter 12, Texts 1 through 20. As a reminder, these podcasts are audio companions to a free online study at our website, sarusangaonline.com. If you would like to delve deeper into studying Srimad Bhagavatam, please join us. To support the online study of Srila Prabhupada's books, please use the links on our website homepage or send funds through PayPal to sarusangaonline at gmail.com. Thank you. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 12, Creation of the Komaras and Others. Texts 1 and 2. Sri Maitreya continued, O learned Vidura, so far, I have explained to you the glories of the form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his feature of Kala. Now you can hear from me about the creation of Brahma, the reservoir of all Vedic knowledge. Brahma first created the nescient engagements, like self-deception, the sense of death, anger after frustration, the sense of false ownership, and the illusory bodily conception or forgetfulness of one's real identity. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Before the factual creation of the living entities in different varieties of species, the conditions under which a living being in the material world has to live were created by Brahma. Unless a living entity forgets his real identity, it is impossible for him to live in the material conditions of life. Therefore, the first condition of the material existence is forgetfulness of one's real identity. And by forgetting one's real identity, one is sure to be afraid of death, although a pure living soul is deathless and birthless. This false identification with material nature is the cause of false ownership of things, which are offered by the arrangement of superior control. All the material resources are offered to the living entity for his peaceful living and for the discharge of the duties of self-realization in conditioned life. But due to false identification, the conditioned soul becomes entrapped by a sense of false ownership of the property of the Supreme Lord. It is evident from this verse that Brahma himself is a creation of the Supreme Lord, and the five kinds of nescience which condition the living entities in material existence are creations of Brahma. It is simply ludicrous to think the living entity to be equal with the Supreme Being, when one can understand that the conditioned souls are under the influence of Brahma's magic wand. Purport 
Patanjali also accepts that there are five kinds of nations, as mentioned herein. Text 3. Seeing such a misleading creation as a sinful task, Brahma did not feel much pleasure in his activity, and therefore he purified himself by meditation on the personality of Godhead. Then he began another term of creation. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Although he created the different influences of nations, Lord Brahma was not satisfied in performing such a thankless task. But he had to do it, because most of the conditioned souls wanted it to be so. Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, 1515, that he is present in everyone's heart and is helping everyone to either remember or forget. The question may be raised, why the Lord, who is all-merciful, helps one to remember and another to forget. Actually, his mercy is not exhibited in partiality towards one and enmity toward another. The living entity, as part and parcel of the Lord, is partially independent because he partially possesses all the qualities of the Lord. Anyone who has some independence may sometimes misuse it due to ignorance. When the living entity prefers to misuse his independence and glide down toward nescience, the all-merciful Lord, first of all, tries to protect him from the trap. But when the living entity persists in gliding down to hell, the Lord helps him to forget his real position. The Lord helps the falling living entity glide down to the lowest point, just to give him the chance to see if he is happy by misusing his independence. Almost all the conditioned souls who are rotting in this material world are misusing their independence, and therefore five kinds of nescience are imposed upon them. As an obedient servitor of the Lord, Brahma creates all these as a matter of necessity, but he is not happy in doing so because a devotee of the Lord naturally does not like to see anyone falling down from his real position. Persons who do not care for the path of realization get full facilities from the Lord for executing their proclivities to the fullest extent, and Brahma helps in that procedure without fail. Text 4. In the beginning, Brahma created four great sages named Sanaka, Sanandana, Sanatana, and Sanatkumar. All of them were unwilling to adopt materialistic activities because they were highly elevated due to their semens flowing upwards. 
Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Although Brahma created the principles of nescience as a matter of necessity for those living entities who are destined to ignorance, by the will of the Lord, he was not satisfied in performing such a thankless task. He therefore created four principles of knowledge. Sankhya, or empirical philosophy for the analytical study of material conditions. Yoga, or mysticism for liberation of the pure soul from material bondage. Vairagya, the acceptance of complete detachment from material enjoyment in life to elevate oneself to the highest spiritual understanding. And tapas, or the various kinds of voluntary austerities performed for spiritual perfection. Brahma created the four great sages, Sanaka, Sanandana, Sanatan, and Sanat, to entrust them with these four principles of spiritual advancement. And they inaugurated their own spiritual party, or Sampradaya, known as the Kumara Sampradaya, or later on as the Nimbarka Sampradaya, for the advancement of Bhakti. All of these great sages became great devotees, for without devotional service to the personality of Godhead, one cannot achieve success in any activity of spiritual value. Text 5. Brahma spoke to his sons after generating them. My dear sons, he said, now generate progeny. But due to their being attached to Vasudev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they aimed liberation, and therefore they expressed their unwillingness. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The four sons of Brahma, the Kumaras, declined to become family men, even on the request of their great father, Brahma. Those who are serious about gaining release from material bondage should not be entangled in the false relationship of family bondage. People may ask how the Kumaras could refuse the orders of Brahma, who was their father, and above all, the creator of the universe. The reply is that one who is Vasudev Parayana, or seriously engaged in the devotional service of the personality of Godhead Vasudev, need not care for any other obligation. It is enjoined in the Bhagavatam, 11.5.41. Devarshi Bhutapma Nenampratinam Nakinkaro Nayam Rinicha Rajan Sarvatmana Ya Saranam Saranyam Gatomukundam Parihityakartam. Anyone who has completely given up all worldly relationships and has taken absolute shelter at the lotus feet of the Lord, who gives us salvation and who alone is fit to be taken shelter of, is no longer a debtor or servant of anyone including the demigods, forefathers, sages, other living entities, relatives, 
and members of human society. Thus, there was nothing wrong in the acts of the Komaras when they refused their great father's request that they become family men. Text 6. On the refusal of the sons to obey the order of their father, there was much anger generated in the mind of Brahma, which he tried to control and not express. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Brahma is the director in charge of the mode of passion of material nature. Therefore, it was natural for him to become angry on the refusal of his sons to obey his order. Although the Kumaras were right in such acts of refusal, Brahma, being absorbed in the mode of passion, could not check his passionate anger. He did not express it, however, because he knew that his sons were far enlightened in spiritual advancement, and thus he should not express his anger before them. Text 7. Although he tried to curb his anger, it came out from between his eyebrows, and a child mixed blue and red was immediately generated. Report by Srila Prabhupada. The face of anger is the same, whether exhibited due to ignorance or knowledge. Although Brahma tried to curb his anger, he could not do so, even though he is the Supreme Being. Such anger, in its true color, came from between the eyebrows of Brahma as Rudra, in a mixed color of blue, ignorance, and red, passion, because anger is the product of passion and ignorance. Texts 8 through 11. After his birth, he began to cry, O destiny maker, teacher of the universe, kindly designate my name and place. The all-powerful Brahma, who was born from the lotus flower, pacified the boy with gentle words, accepting his request, and said, Do not cry. I shall certainly do as you desire. Thereafter, Brahma said, O chief of the demigods, you shall be called by the name Rudra by all the people because you have so anxiously cried. My dear boy, I have already selected the following places for your residence. The heart, the senses, the air of life, 
the sky, the air, the fire, the water, the earth, the sun, the moon, and austerity. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The creation of Rudra from between the eyebrows of Brahma as a result of his anger, generated from the mode of passion, partly touched by ignorance, is very significant. In the Bhagavad Gita 337, the principle of Rudra is described. Kroda, or anger, is a product of kama, lust, which is the result of the mode of passion. When lust and hankering are unsatisfied, the element of Kroda appears, which is, the formidable, which is the formidable enemy of the conditioned soul. The most sinful and inimical passion is represented as a hunkar, or the false egocentric attitude of thinking oneself to be all in all. Such an egocentric attitude on the part of the conditioned soul, who is completely under the control of material nature, is described in the Bhagavad Gita as foolish. The egocentric attitude is a manifestation of the Rudra principle in the heart, where krodha, or anger, is generated. This anger develops in the heart and is further manifested through the various senses, like the eyes, hands, and legs. When a man is angry, he expresses such anger with red-hot eyes and sometimes makes a display of clenching his fists or kicking his legs. This exhibition of the Rudra principle is proof of Rudra's presence in such places. When a man is angry, he breathes very rapidly, and thus Rudra is represented in the air of life or in the activities of breathing. When the sky is overcast with dense clouds and roars in anger, and when the wind blows very fiercely, the Rudra principle is manifested. And so also when the seawater is infuriated by the wind, it appears in a gloomy feature of Rudra, which is very fearful to the common men. When fire is ablaze, we can also experience the presence of Rudra and when there is an inundation over the earth, we can understand that this is also a representation of Rudra. There are many earthly creatures who constantly represent this Rudra element. The snake, tiger, and lion are always representations of Rudra. Sometimes, because of the extreme heat of the sun, there are cases of heat stroke. And due to extreme coldness created by the moon, there are cases of collapse. There are many sages empowered with the influence of austerity, and many yogis, philosophers, and renouncers who sometimes exhibit their acquired power under the influence of the Rudra principle of anger and passion. The great yogi, Durvasa, under the influence of this Rudra principle, picked a quarrel with Maharaj Ambarish, and a Brahmin boy exhibited the Rudra principle by cursing the great king, Parikit, 
When the Rudra principle is exhibited by persons who are not engaged in devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the angry person falls down from the peak of his improved position. This is confirmed as follows. Yanye Ravindaksha Vimuktamaninas Fayasta Bhavad Avishuddha Buddhaya Aruya Krichchena Parampadam Tata Pantyantya Adyo Nadrita Yuzmad Andraya From the Srimad Bhagavatam 10, 2, 32. The most lamentable fall-down of the impersonalist is due to his false and unreasonable claim of being one with the Supreme. Texts 12 through 14. Lord Brahma continued. My dear boy Rudra, you have 11 other names. Manu, Manu, Mahinasa, Mahan, Shiva, Ritatvaja, Ugra-Reta, Bhava, Kala, Vamadev, and Ritavarta. O Rudra, you also have eleven wives, called the Rudranis, and they are as follows. D, Driti, Rasala, Uma, Niyut, Sarpi, Ila, Ambika, Iravati, Svadhyā, and Diksha. My dear boy, you may now accept all the names and places designated for you and your different wives. And since you are now one of the masters of the living entities, you may increase the population on a large scale. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda Brahmā, as the father of Rudra, selected the wives of his son, his living places, and his names as well. It is natural that one should accept the wife selected by one's father, just as a son accepts the name given by the father, or as he accepts the property offered by the father. That is the general course in increasing the population of the world. On the other hand, the Kumaras did not accept the offering of their father because they were elevated far beyond the business of generating a great number of sons. As the son can refuse the order of the father for higher purposes, so the father can refuse to maintain his sons in increasing population because of higher purposes. Texts 15 and 16. The most powerful Rudra, whose bodily color was blue mixed with red, created many offspring exactly resembling his features, strength, and furious nature. The sons and grandsons generated by Rudra were unlimited in number, 
And when they assembled together, they attempted to devour the entire universe. When Brahma, the father of the living entities, saw this, he became afraid of the situation. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The generations of Rudra, the incarnation of anger, were so dangerous to the maintenance of the universal affairs that even Brahma, the father of the living entities, became afraid of them. The so-called devotees, or followers of Rudra, are also a menace. They are sometimes dangerous even to Rudra himself. Descendants of Rudra sometimes make plans to kill Rudra by the grace of Rudra. That is the nature of his devotees. Texts 17 and 18. Brahma told Rudra, O best among the demigods, there is no need for you to generate living entities of this nature. They have begun to devastate everything on all sides with the fiery flames from their eyes, and they have even attacked me. My dear son, you had better situate yourself in penance, which is auspicious for all living entities, and which will bring all benediction upon you. By penance only shall you be able to create the universe as it was before. Purport by Srila Prabhupada In the creation, maintenance, and dissolution of the cosmic manifestation, the three deities, Brahma, Vishnu, and Maheshvara, or Shiva, are respectively in charge. Rudra was advised not to destroy while the period of creation and maintenance was going on, but to situate himself in penance and wait for the time of dissolution when his services would be called for. Text 19. By penance only can one even approach the personality of Godhead, who is within the heart of every living entity, and at the same time beyond the reach of all the senses. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Rudra was advised by Brahma to perform penance as an example to his sons and followers that penance is necessary for attaining the favor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In Bhagavad Gita, it is said that the common mass of people follow the path shown by an authority. Thus Brahma, disgusted with the Rudra generations and afraid of his being devoured by the increase of population, asked Rudra to stop producing such an unwanted generation and take to penance 
for attaining the favor of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, we find in pictures that Rudra is always sitting in meditation for the attainment of the favor of the Lord. Indirectly, the sons and followers of Rudra are advised to stop the business of annihilation, following the Rudra principle while the peaceful creation of Brahma is going on. Text 20 Sri Maitreya said, Thus Rudra, having been ordered by Brahma, circumambulated his father, the master of the Vedas. Addressing him with words of assent, he entered the forest to perform austere penances. Text 